everybody. Welcome to the punch. I'm your host again, Max Limmer. And tomorrow is the biggest fight of the year. Probably the biggest fight since Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather. Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz, too, in Saudi Arabia. Clash on the Dunes. Tomorrow, the fight's going to be at 12.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the DAZN app, which is a streaming streaming sports service app where a lot of big fights are going to be happening in the future. But tomorrow, Andy Ruiz versus Anthony Joshua, the rematch for the World Heavyweight Championship. This is the biggest fight, in my opinion, since Mayweather Pacquiao, at least has the most media press coverage since that fight. This is a huge fight. Let's just break down the fr- let's break down the fighters first. First we got Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua is 22 and 1 with 21 knockouts. He is the former Olympic gold medalist from the 2012 games for England. He's English. And the way he won his belts was he retired Vladimir Klitschko. Vladimir Klitschko was one of the greatest heavyweight champions of all time. He didn't lose a match for about 10 years. And Anthony Joshua took his belts, retired him. Because in boxing, sometimes if the old champion loses to the younger champion, they just end up retiring because in their minds, they know they can't be the best anymore. That guy's going to be the best. So Anthony Joshua retired Vladimir Klitschko. It was a great fight. Joshua got knocked down, actually, in the middle of the fight. But he got back up, dug deep, and then he knocked out Vladimir Klitschko for the second time in the fight to win the belts. And on the other side, we have Andy Ruiz Jr., 33-1, and 22 knockouts. Some interesting facts about Andrew Ruiz Jr. is that he has an 105-5 amateur record, which is an insane amateur record. That's the stuff you hear like from the great from the great boxers like Lomachenko. Lomachenko has, I believe, 395-1 and one amateur record. It's something crazy like that. It is, so Andrew Ruiz's amateur record is 105-5. and five. The way he won that his belts was he beat the man he's facing tomorrow, Anthony Joshua, in Madison Square Garden. And that came by the craziest third round maybe ever, in which AJ knocked Andy Ruiz down with a nice right hook. I mean, right uppercut, left hook. That sent Ruiz to the mat. I think that was the first time Ruiz was down his entire career, but he got back up and proceeded to knock AJ down four times before the ref stopped the fight in the seventh round. This is... I cannot wait for this fight. I haven't been this excited for a fight in a long time. Let's just, and now let's go down what's at stake here. So if AJ loses, his whole career kind of comes into question, along with hundreds of other questions about his camp, his trainer, his promoter, especially Eddie Hearn, who's been at the center of AJ's career almost, kind of like Don King and Mike Tyson. They just go, one. they're just one and one together. Anytime you bring up Mike Tyson, you kind of got to think of Don King and all that he kind of caused for Mike Tyson, but at the same time, all of the crazy fights that Don King did bring the world to, to show us Mike Tyson. But if he loses this fight, if AJ loses this fight, a lot of things will start to be questioned about him because in some people's eyes, mine included, he hasn't had a particularly impressive career. He has, in terms of the heavyweight greats, like Tyson or Ali or Lennox Lewis or Holyfield because AJ's best victory in my opinion came against Klitschko 
who was about 42 years old when a young mid-20s AJ knocked him out. And it took all of AJ's will to knock out Klitschko, who was about 20 years older than him. That's the only thing that I'll have to say about AJ's career is that it seems that a lot of his fights were handpicked, which, you know, in boxing is always a sign of they're not actually as good as they say they are. They're just a product of their promoter. And when we say that his whole career would come into question, by the way, we are not saying that he is a bad boxer. He's probably one of the best boxers on earth, one of the best boxers in the heavyweight division, obviously. But when we say his whole career would come into question, we mean, is was he really deserving of all the hype he received all along? A lot of AJ's fights have been, looked like they come out of movies, where he sells out Wembley Stadium, he sells out the O2 Arena in London, and the entire stadium's chanting his name. It's, it's really, it was, all these fights look really cool. But if he loses this fight, if he loses it big, particularly, a lot of his career will come into question. A lot, I mean, if he loses this fight big, a lot of this, a lot of his career will come into question. A lot of questions about Eddie Hearn would also start popping up because Eddie Hearn has handpicked a lot of these fights. He's been the first guy, obviously, to defend Anthony Joshua in all of the questions the media has brought up about him. But Eddie Hearn would also become the the focal point of a lot of questions about is AJ was AJ really worth it this whole time? What is his what was his training like? How is how is a guy who is six six two fifty usually <clears throat> not winning these fights? He's one of the greatest athletes in the world. He looks like he's chiseled out of marble. He's definitely got one of the arguably the best body in heavyweight history. It just looks like a video game character, essentially. His mindset also, would I, I would try to start questioning that because how are they, tra- like, what were they telling this guy? Were they telling this guy that he was the best and no one could beat him? Or they, were they telling him, you got to take out everybody? Because his mindset in the first fight was the big question. People are wondering why he was so focused on Deontay Wilder when he really should have been focused on Andrew Ruiz that whole time. Obviously... It's not entirely his fault because if I were AJ, I think I too would kind of underestimate Andy Ruiz if I were Anthony Joshua. Andy Ruiz, no one really knew about him. And just the based on the way Andy Ruiz looks, it would be kind of hard to take it seriously as a world championship heavyweight fight. However, if Anthony Joshua wins in a close fight, I think we might see a trilogy. Because if he wins in a close fight, both the respect of both fighters will be earned. And that means that both of them are, in fact, insane, insane boxers. And that would mean a third fight would would be so much, there'd be so much money and press for a third fight. I don't even know. I can't even fathom to think how big it would be. It would be like Ali Foreman, Ali Frazier. It would be one of the biggest fights in the history of boxing. And now let's go to the other side. If Andy Ruiz Jr., if he wins... And if he wins particularly, if he wins big, there will be Mike Tyson-level glory that will come Andy Ruiz Jr.'s way. And when I say Mike Tyson-level glory, Mike Tyson, at the height of his career, was having parades for him thrown in the capital of Russia when he was 21 years old. Now, Andy Ruiz isn't Mike Tyson, but he would get that level of glory that would come with it. He'd become a Mexican legend. He's the first ever Mexican heavyweight champion or at least the first ever heavyweight champion of Mexican descent. 
it would be unreal how much present star power would come his way. It'd be almost like Canelo. Canelo Alvarez is probably the most known popular boxer in the world. Maybe him or Anthony Joshua. He's one of the most known boxers in the whole world. He's a legend in Mexico. One of those guys where if you just walk down the street, the entire country would start following him no matter where he went. I just hope that if Andy Ruiz wins big, if he if he wins big, because that's a big if, everything's a big if as of right now, I just hope he'd be able to handle the fame. Because as we saw after the first fight, he started spending a lot of money. He bought a lot of jewelry. He bought a big house. He did get a lot of endorsements, like the Snickers endorsement, which I thought was great. A lot of, He got a Jalisco endorsement. I just hope he can handle the fame better than Tyson did. And he's already a big guy, so I just wouldn't want to see Andrew Ruiz ruin his career by, you know, getting too comfortable being at the top, start losing your diet a little bit and eating a bit too much because Andrew Ruiz is already a big guy. So I just hope he'll handle it better. If he wins in a close fight, I think he'll still have doubters and that'll still be the same narrative as it is right now. Some people saying he got lucky. Uh, it was just a perfect storm. And I could see because heavyweight fights are always close and really one punch can sway the whole fight as we saw in the first fight. But if he wins in a close fight, there's still is going to be doubters. Some people will say he got lucky twice, even though I don't know how you get lucky that lucky twice. But there will definitely be doubters, people saying that, all right, he can beat Anthony Joshua. Will he beat Wilder and Fury, which is going to be a much scarier fight for Andy Ruiz. But I think you'll still have doubters. You'll still have people saying that it was all a fluke. But that's if he wins in a close fight. If Andy Ruiz loses, if he loses big, then obviously people are going to say, oh, he was a fluke. <clears throat> it was a fluke the first time. He got extremely lucky because he just happened to catch Anthony Joshua with a left hook. And this would basically mean that Andy Ruiz's career, he'll I don't know if he'll ever get to these heights ever again, if he'll ever have this much publicity, if he'll ever have this, everyone will take him ser- this seriously as a heavyweight boxer. They'll definitely still be in the minds of everybody, but I don't know if people are going to take him as seriously for the rest of his career if he loses big. If he loses in a close fight, I believe we're going to see a trilogy because that, as I mentioned before, would mean that the respect is there. They both know they're great fighters, and the third fight would probably be one of the best fights in heavyweight history. And now let's get to today. Today, this morning, in Saudi Arabia, were the weigh-ins for the fight tomorrow. And this, and already, there's already so much conspiracy and there's already so many theories about the first fight. Already the weigh-ins, there's going to be, there's already on Twitter, there's so much speculation because Anthony Joshua, who's usually around 250, 260, weighed in at 237. 237 pounds for a heavyweight is on the lighter side. It means he's probably going to start, he's probably going to be moving a lot this fight. And on the other side, Andy Ruiz weighed in at 283 pounds, basically 50 pounds heavier than Anthony Joshua. And as I just said, there's already speculation that Andy Ruiz either put weights in his pants or in his sombrero that he was wearing to the weigh-ins just to play mind games, really, with Anthony Joshua. Because as we saw in the first fight, Andy Ruiz is a king of mind games. He was trying to act as if he didn't belong, as if he himself didn't believe he belonged there, and he was just happy to be there. He even asked Anthony Joshua if he could hold the belts, 
just and that really just duped him. It duped all of us. I thought after he asked if he could hold the belts, I thought there's no way this guy's winning. He's he really thinks he's just there for for the press. But there's already speculation that he's playing mind games with Anthony Joshua because if Anthony Joshua thinks he's 283, a legit 283, I I think that Anthony Joshua is going to think, oh, he's big and slow. There's no way he can move with me. But if he did put weights in his in his sombrero or his pants which I don't know if that's illegal or not because the weight really shouldn't matter in a boxing match at the heavy at the heavyweight division at least because if you're above 201 it doesn't matter <clears throat> and I don't know if legally that's that's not legal if legally that's allowed but there's already speculation that he had weights in either his pants or in his sombrero um and I only thing I'll say to this is that muscle weighs more than fat so Andy Ruiz just could have put on a lot more muscle for this fight because, in my opinion, from judging from the pictures particularly, Andy Ruiz looks really big. He doesn't really look fat. He doesn't have a belly. He just looks really big. His arms look big. His chest looks big. He didn't have a belly. And it could just be that he just gained more muscle. And Anthony Joshua, on the other hand, slimmed down from the last fight, which is, in my opinion, that's best for Anthony Joshua because... The first fight, he made the mistake of just standing in front of Andy Ruiz because he didn't respect his boxing ability. This fight, he's going to be moving a lot more, I think. He's not going to let Andy Ruiz ever... He's not ever going to let Andy Ruiz stay still. He's going to be moving around, sticking and jabbing and moving, which could be... That could just tire out Andy Ruiz. That could be a great game plan because if Andy Ruiz is truly 283, I don't know if he'll be able to last 12 rounds if Anthony Joshua is moving the whole time. So Anthony Joshua, once again, weighing at 237, which is about 12 pounds, 13 pounds lighter than he usually weighs. And Andy Ruiz came in at 283 pounds. I'm so excited for this fight. I can't wait. Some things also to think about from this weigh-in is that Anthony Joshua is definitely the better athlete than Andy Ruiz. So if he's even leaner than he normally is, we might see a very different Anthony Joshua than we have from any t- other time in his career. It might be a lot faster than what you're used to seeing. Andy Ruiz, on the other hand, weighed in at 283 pounds. Could mean one of either two things. He got lazy. All the fame got to his head. He didn't care. He started spending money. started eating good. And he just was loving the good life. Didn't think about training as much. He came in at 283. On the other hand, that could mean Andrew Ruiz was really inspired to keep these belts, worked his ass off in the gym, and he gained so much muscle that he came in at 283 of pure muscle because, once again, he didn't have a belly in the weigh-ins. He just looked really big. There was no, It didn't look like fat, though. Like a fat 283 and a muscular 283 look very different if you think about it. My final prediction for the fight. So let's just say this. The first fight showed us some things to keep in mind. Andrew Ruiz is a much better pure boxer than Anthony Joshua is. His muscle memory can win him the fight, as it did in the first fight, technically. As I mentioned before, Andrew Ruiz's amateur record was 105 and 5. 105 and 5. That is an insane amateur record at any division, especially the heavyweight, since the heavyweight division, one punch can change the whole fight. So if he was 105 and 5, his boxing ability is better, is just better than Anthony Joshua's. Anthony Joshua started boxing when he was about 18 or 19. Andrew Ruiz has been boxing since he was a little kid. 
So this is all Andy Ruiz knows. Anthony Joshua is much newer to the sport than Andy Ruiz is. However, also something from the first fight to look at is that Anthony Joshua definitely has the reach advantage. Before the knockdown, he was keeping Andy Ruiz at a really good distance. I was thinking that the only way that Ruiz could win this fight is to somehow get inside. But based on the first three, two and a half rounds, I thought and I thought there was no way that Ruiz could get inside because Anthony Joshua's arms are just too long. He's too fast. His arms are too powerful. And I think that that's going to be huge for Anthony Joshua for this fight. You can make an entire, also, it's also something to learn from the first fight. You can make an entire book about what actually caused that night to end the way it did. The biggest, most common theory is that Anthony Joshua got knocked out in sparring in training before the fight. It messed with his head a lot because getting knocked out, if you're the heavyweight champion of the world, is probably nothing that you're, you're not used to that. I know he's been knocked out. He's been knocked down before, but getting knocked out in training for a fight that you really shouldn't have been worried about in the first place, at least that's what everyone believed, that that is the most common theory. I don't know if there's any truth behind that, but I know there is some truth to behind the theory that he had a panic attack in the locker room right before the fight. I've heard from some people that he did get a he did get a panic attack right before the fight. And you could see it when he walked out. When he walked out for the first fight, he didn't look focused. He didn't really look like he wanted to be there. He didn't look like he was about to get into a fight. I thought it was looked kind of weird. He looked really relaxed. He looked really relaxed, like too relaxed. So that's some, also something to take away. I would have said that AJ could handle the bright lights better than Ruiz can, but their first fight was at Madison Square Garden. And if the panic attack stories are true, then I really don't know what to make of this fight. But... I will, but also something to think about. This fight's going to be taking place in Saudi Arabia. It's almost a home fight for Anthony Joshua. There's definitely going to be a lot more of his supporters over there across the pond rather than Andy Ruiz, who has a lot of Mexican, who has a very big Mexican American fan base. Ruiz coming in at 283 pounds is very shocking. I thought he was going to be around 270, 260. 283 pounds, he's coming in just a tank. And if AJ can move the entire fight, I think AJ wins this fight. But he's going to have to move the entire fight. He needs a perfect game plan and a perfect fight tonight. Not to say that AJ couldn't put that up because AJ, Anthony Joshua, is a really good boxer. So I think he could he could technically move the entire fight. It'll be really interesting to see. This is a huge, huge defining fight in the careers of both men. AJ, who's usually the bully, is not going to be the bully for this fight. He's going to be moving the entire time. He's going to be trying to out tech. He's going to be trying to be more technical than Andy Ruiz is. I think since Andy Ruiz came in at 283 pounds, he's just going to try and go in and maul with him and brawl with him. And I, and if this 283 pounds is a legit 283 pounds, Anthony Joshua has to know that he's just going to be coming in and trying to kill him the whole fight. So this may actually work out perfectly for Anthony Joshua. If he's going to be trying to move the entire fight, he may just tire him out early. But if Andy Ruiz isn't truly 283 pounds, we may see a very different fight. We may see Anthony Joshua looking timid because he thinks that he's just going to try to come in and move, going to try to come in and brawl. But he could just be playing mind games as Andy Ruiz always has with Anthony Joshua, at least in the past. So my final prediction for this fight in my opinion, would be 
I think Ruiz wins this fight somewhere in the seventh or eighth round, and I think the ref's going to stop the fight again. I don't think that Andy Anthony Joshua can be knocked out, especially this time around, knowing that this is the biggest fight of his career. He definitely trained his ass off for this fight. He weighed in at 237, so he's the slimmest he's ever been in his career, especially as a champion. And I, it's a very, it's very hard to call this fight. I really don't know. But if I had to guess, you put a gun to my head, I'd say Andy Ruiz is going to win this fight in the seventh round. Again, this fight is tomorrow, Saturday, December 7th in Saudi Arabia. You can watch it 12.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the DAZN streaming app. Andy Ruiz versus Anthony Joshua for the World Heavyweight Championship. We'll see you guys next week. We'll break it down next week. Can't wait.